Hello, and what is up, everybody? It's me, Marty the Meat Man, one half of your hosts of cross-court coverage, your all-NBA Celtics-focused podcast. Joined today, and as always, by my other half, my sister from another mister, my lovely co-host, Grace Roberts. Grace, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. This is no longer hell with two L's. This is just amazing times. Things are great. Celtics play tonight. Oh, yeah. I feel amazing. I feel amazing. How do you feel, Marty? Yeah. I'm good. I mean, besides the fact that we're recording for the second week in a row on a game night, so I'm going to miss the True. beginning of tip-off and everything. But besides that, we're good. Uh, the NBA is being the grown man soap opera that uh, we know and love. Uh, so plenty to talk about this week. Uh, I mean, the Celtics are, like you said, it's no hell with two L's this week. No, hell always has two L's, but you know what I mean? Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I, I mean, we have to start off by saying, and I don't know if you saw the episode title and I'm rolling with this episode title, but guys, cross court coverage is hosted by geniuses geniuses and i am this is true pumping my tires i'm pumping grace's tires well yes true for many reasons but the main reason that i'm pointing (laughs) out is that we both said that this team was going to be eight and two to start the season we are now nine and two so we're even you know better at what we do but uh we predicted it you know we got one game wrong but we still predicted the right number Um, yes and we did get one of the losses correct because Philly yeah. never posted the the score at the end of uh, game seven. So they, you know, kept that they kept that book open and were ready to, you know, fuck around and find out. And, you know, they, they might have bodied us in the first one, but well, we'll oh, get we into what back. happened in the second one. <laughs> um, but first, we got to start with some league news, because like me and Grace were saying offline before we started this up. And as I just said, this this league, man, this league, (laughs) my first note here uh, where we left off. I think it was literally the day after recording Kelly Oubre. uh, Very unfortunate, but it is news in the NBA hit by a car. uh, Very weird Shams Woj tweet to come out like I was expecting, like injured in practice or something like that. And all of my no nope. all of my fr- all of my friends were like we were at we were at the Duke UNC uh, football game and my friend who okay. was also a basketball yeah. fan who had to, he turns to me he's like Kelly Uber just got hit by a car I was like what like it, it just like didn't register as like something that right. was like and then I texted texted it to my brother I'm like Kelly Uber just got hit by a car and he was like what are you talking about and I was like Kelly Uber just got hit by a car um yeah uh, thank it doesn't God register he's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's he's sustaining injuries. He's going to be out for the foreseeable future. They don't have a timetable. Yeah. Um, but thank God he, you know, nothing serious, nothing severe. Wasn't in critical condition ever. Um, but it's weird because like you think of these athletes and these stars and even like you know movie stars and everything like that, like as untouchable and real world things right. don't happen to them. But guys in a new city, guy doesn't know the area. I mean the specifics are not out yet. Um, no, I did. He was on his bike. I though, did put. Uh, yes, apparently. I did put allegedly um, only because his story doesn't match up with the the whatever. But it, he did get hit by a car. I think that yeah. he just doesn't know where he was. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I was having a big 
problem with I feel like that was a really inappropriate thing to put out. I don't know who the first person to report it, like the police to say that. First of all, it made, right. it made it sound so suspicious. They were like nothing in that. But literally they checked like the cameras on like one street where like he had said he was. Um, I, and right. I commented this, I think, to our friend Ryan. I literally said I was like, I've lived in Chapel Hill for now a year and a half. You, if I got hit by a car out on that street, I honestly couldn't tell you what street that was, like what to look at. Um, so that it doesn't, but he, he, I, I have to imagine it was somebody in his camp got the video out to TMZ of him walking in his front door, uh, with his bike saying, I just yes. got hit by a car to his partner yeah, yeah, yeah. who was inside. Um, yeah, because the way they yeah. made it sound so wincing in pain, very clearly not okay. Very clearly had just gotten hit by a car. Like I, I'm pretty sure he's handling it a lot right. better than I, <laughs> I had just gotten hit by a car. Um, yeah, but thank God he's okay. I know. I think they said broken rib and hurt his like hip and foot or something. Um, yeah, but I, mean, I he's hope got, that uh, whoever bruises all over his body, broken ribs. Yeah, I hope whoever it was that that they find whoever it was that did it. I, as far as I know, they haven't yet. Um, because it sounds like they. Well, drove yeah, that's away. the other thing. It's a hit and run. Yeah, hit and runs are right. crazy. I mean, as someone, uh, me in college, I was a victim of a hit and run. It wasn't as serious really? as this. I just. I did like a barrel roll over the hood of their car, landed on my feet, looked at them and, and go, they, went, what the fuck? They drove away. And then they sped away. And then they sped away. We made eye contact. I said, what the fuck? And they were like, Bruh. and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's crazy. And what? also like Kelly, I got the location of the accident wrong. So they had no foot. They couldn't look at footage. The cops closed the case instantly. They were like, well, this kid's an idiot. And I was like, ah, yeah. now that I, like a week later, I was like, it wasn't near McDonald's. It was near a different fast food chain, yeah. whatever. Yeah, um, you're you're going to get it wrong because you just got hit by a car. You, a vehicle just hit your body. All right. They're not you're thinking not about like, where you are. They're like, did you get the license plate? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't yeah, have right to look at that. Happened. I was making sure every limb was That's attached. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, my heart goes out to Kelly Oubre. Hopefully he has a yeah. speedy recovery. That's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, seriously. Other other uh, stuff in the league. Let's see. Uh, Zach Levine in trade rumors. Interesting. Uh, the Bulls aren't good. And he's their hottest, quote, I'm air quoting for the, for the non-viewing. And by Heavy that, I mean, only Grace can see me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Bulls aren't good, but their youngest, most star adjacent. I won't even call Zach Levine a star. He's a glorified he dunk young? contest winner. Yeah, dunk contest winner. Like, he's got to be like, what, be like 27 now. Yeah, he's yeah. older. So like, I mean, like, not that. Okay, I'm, I'm, everybody stop freaking out. I know everybody's going to chill out. <laughs> he's not, I'm not saying he's old. Just like when I, you know, he's not 19. He's you not know? young. <laughs> yeah. He's born in 95. So okay. 28. Yeah. Or turning 28. Either way. Um, yep. I don't really know what teams need a Zach Levine. He's not a first option. That's very much been proven. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I like I, I see things like this where people are like, oh, this guy's in trade rumors. And I'm like, OK, who and why? And like, what are they going to give up? And like, I don't see like a package anywhere that like you're going to give up either draft capital or youth 
or even veteran guys like he's in that weird medium where he's not good enough to demand a lot of trade value but he's also not bad enough to just like get up like a second round pick so it's that weird yeah. like you have to do this whole balancing act also his contract is giant <laughs> right i mean that's and that factors into you have to factor in his value to the team he's coming from like the whether or not he's actually that amazing on another team, like the Bulls aren't going to give him up for nothing because they're struggling right now and they want to be assured that their future is, you know, intact. Um, exactly. The teams I've seen in the mix, Sixers, Heat, Lakers, those have been names that have been thrown out there. I don't know. I feel like those are, the, those are the names in every trade rumor. <laughs> yeah. I, Always. I don't know how. I don't know how any of those teams make it happen. I don't I don't see no like moving pieces like, that I don't know. You're not moving a Tyler Hero to get a, a Zach Levine. Right. That's almost lateral movement. Uh and yeah. Tyler's younger, so um also Tyler's injured. It's, so I don't think the Bulls are like buying 15. injuries. They already have <laughs> um yeah, I don't really know. It's gonna be something to monitor and watch. I mean, they're clearly not a good team. They clearly I think we talked about it in the off season with the injury to Lonzo and him not playing for another yeah. year. I mean, he wants to come back, but there's not much of a team that he's going to come back to. I don't think that, yeah. you know, if they, if, if they do anything, they're going to sell DeRozan, they're going to sell Levine. And then Lonzo is going to come back to pieces and a rebuild. And it's just like, okay, well that kind of sucks. Um, yep. But at the same time, they're they're not contending, so they have to do something. So they're in a, a little bit of a sticky situation. I understand them wanting to try and move on and try and figure it out, but uh, what are you going to get from the Lakers? What are you going to get from the Sixers? Like, I don't know. What are you going to get from the Heat? I don't know. Mm. It's, it's not good. It's not good in Chicago. <laughs> no, tough looks all around. Oh, yeah. Um, another tough look. One of our favorite guys. An injury that, again, kind of like AD, I'm not happy to announce, but it was expected, and I can kind of right. laugh at it. Benjamin Simmons. I don't know if that's his full name, but Ben. Ben Simmons. It has to be. <laughs> it has to be, but it's. I never would have thought of that, and now that's going to haunt me to know that his real name is probably <laughs> Oh, that's awful. That hits the um, ear so wrong. Right. Well, it, at the same time as it hits your ears wrong, he is dealing with nerve irritation, which is what every fan of any team that he's ever been on has dealt with is nerve irritation. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Ben Simmons is a giant question mark since he since this first injury, since this back injury happened, since. All this has been going down. Um, you know, yeah. it's sad in one sense because he was a highly uh, touted, you know, draft pick and he was supposed to be the next LeBron. And like, I'm so sick of hearing all that. And then these guys right. just panning out to be kind of nobodies. Um, a little different for Zion. I know beginning in the season and early in the season and before the season, I was like, well, Zion and Ben Simmons are the same guy. Zion's been healthy and, you know, successful so far. Pretty good, man. Ben Simmons has been. Ben Simmons has been Ben Simmons. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, struggle bus for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, you, you bought it. You you know, you got rid of James Harden, but you bought into something else that was an issue. So, like, you kind of got what you asked for. I was going to say, I've seen this meme for both players. The meme of, like, the, the Grim Reaper, like, knocking down doors and leaving, like, a trail yeah. of blood. 
I've seen that used for both Ben Simmons and James Harden. So they kind of both have Correct. a history Correct. of guys. They are the Reaper. <laughs> right. Not panning they out. Screw great. whatever team they go to. Exactly. So well, I do and think it was definitely a dub for the, the the Sixers to have lost Ben Simmons. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, Sixers winning by uh subtraction being addition. Yes. Addition by subtraction. I said it backwards, there but you go. know what I meant. Um, <laughs> another injury, uh, also a back injury, something that is worth speaking about because it's kind of the same thing as what was happening to the Brooklyn Nets a year ago. The big three over there in Phoenix, uh, mm. Brad Beal dealing with back injury, uh, out for another three weeks, probably. Um, KD has had on and off nights. Uh, Booker's had on and off nights. But, you know, with Brad Beal being injured and them not having this big three and having all that money on the, the you know, on the cap space, on the roster, it's a head scratcher. You know, you look at it and you go, hey, guys, kind of, you look good on paper, but what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. And, like, it is kind of interesting because, like, there are players that you look at and you're like, you know, you're kind of setting a team up. They're pretty injury prone. But like for the most part, Bradley Beal has been pretty healthy his career. Kevin Yeah, Durant he really hasn't has dealt had, with much in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant has had some like, you know, has been on and off sometimes, but he hasn't always been a terribly unhealthy player. And then obviously with Devin Booker, sure. that's kind of your 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 star. You've you've your guy yeah <laughs> a lot around him um so there's tough looks but look i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not projecting but good teams find a no. way to win that is good fair. teams find a way to that, win good teams find a way to win and i mean in the in the trade that you know moved Aiton and moved dame and moved everyone like they got bench pieces they're supposed to have more depth now and they're not figuring it out right um i mean to be fair grayson allen isn't going to lead your team nor lead your team to wins at all so yeah, you want to know why because he went to do motherfucker oh i was gonna say he looks like ted cruz but either way both... he also looks like ted cruz <laughs> that is also true um i mean let's not let's just not negatively talk about duke because we have a duke guy and he's pretty fucking great so i separate uh... that i separate it I don't, not even... the other day he tweeted something about duke and i was like oh that yeah, and I was like, go Blue Devils. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Suns, tough break. Figure it out. You have all three of them. You got to manage it. You have to make KD play, even if he's like, oh, I have like a little soreness. It's like, no, dude, like we we need you. Because <laughs> yeah. it's kind of becoming, it's coming, it's becoming to the point like we're not that far into the season, but it's starting to be do or die time. Like you could excuse it for the first, you know, little part of the season, but now we're a month into the season and you do have to be making a conscious effort to win games or else you're not making the playoffs. Like there's a point where it's, it's too late to turn around. And I know I say that as like after the Celtics a couple of years ago, turned it around. Um, but like that Fair. doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> Um, and but so also, Brad made all those trades and got D Wade. Right. It was a whole it, that was orchestrated. That was a turnaround uh, that they yeah. were like, "We are not a losing team." Yeah, I don't so, see the Suns making any moves right 
now. They're they're pretty locked in contract wise. Yeah. Yeah. I don't You got what I you don't got. Know. Yeah. Um another injury. This one hurts. This one's close to the heart. Mark Smart rolled his ankle uh out for three to five weeks. You hate to see it. Um it's just it it's bad news bears, quite literally, for Matt. Memphis. Oh god, yeah, um, they can't catch a fucking break. They they can't catch a break. They can't catch a break. And like I know a lot of people are like, whatever, fuck Memphis. And I mean, I specifically say fuck Memphis because of their Twitter, but not because of the team themselves. Um but <laughs> it just sucks. Like they've had such a yeah, I'm still yeah, still still a little bitter about their admin coming at me, but whatever. Um but you know. A rough start to the season. They lost Steven Adams. They don't have Ja. The team can't really figure it out without them. And now you have your quintessential guy. I mean, like, they've been leaning on Desmond Bain. They've been leaning on Jaron Jackson. But that's not winning you games. And now you lose Mark Smart. So um, I don't think D. Rose is healthy either. Like, I think they have one of the larger rap sheets when it comes to injuries in the NBA. Uh, They just can't catch a break. Uh, and you know, I, I, while I don't really care for the well-being of the Grizzlies, I do care for the well-being of Marcus mm-hmm. and it just sucks for him to, for him to have this rough of a start of a season all around. Uh, and then the cherry on top is a rolled ankle where he's going to be out for, uh, either a little under a month or a little over a month. That sucks. Yep. That's just like, that's yeah. not the guy that Marcus is, you know, he would play through something if it was a nagging injury, but this is clearly something that he has to stay off of. It just sucks. Yeah, it does. And and like the one, if we want to find a positive in, in any of this about him being on the Grizzlies is that at least like, I feel like, again, I said that there's still time for teams to turn it around. I don't know if they were turning it around. So like, Right. I think that this is sort of a reset year for them anyway, with Ja not coming back till the second half of the season. So at the right. very least, at least it's not like if this had happened on the Celtics, like you're talking about like potentially putting him into a position where he felt like he had to play through it, like that that he was going to be a, an important part of the, the team. And while he is an important part of the Grizzlies, it's almost like, okay, but you have the space and the time to heal right. so like, that this doesn't become we, a We currently thing. suck. We don't need to put you in heal up we'll figure it out when you're good we'll figure it out when jaw's back we'll see what's going on but i i agree i think that they kind of have to look at this year as a little bit of a all right this is a scrap year you know see what we can do to get draft capital or you know move on from some people figure it out um yeah i don't i don't know that this pans out to a grizzlies playoff year i really don't unless they and if they pull that off i mean hats off claps for them i mean i'd be very surprised but right now as things are fucking tracking not good over there in memphis nope and i think that i think that i feel kind of bad saying it but you know i almost feel like their season was written before it even started like when the jaw thing happened you have to imagine everybody at that front office was kind of like okay well that's our star player this is you know that's our guy Right, we got to find a way to just co- get through this season with half with him for half the time. You know, I don't think they then anticipated their two of their next men up getting hurt and missing time right away. But right. I mean, it it felt sort of like the the writing was on the wall there. 
yeah, no, scary hours over there in Memphis. You know, prayers prayers up for for Marcus. Yeah, we love you. Grizzlies, keep roll, keep rolling, Grizzlies. Like you, you just gotta grit your teeth and go through it. Yep, just gotta <laughs> like there's nothing else you can really do. It's, it's gonna be a rough month and a half. Sorry. Um, let's see. Uh, I have some juicy notes that I want to hit, but I also want to get through like the the nuanced news. Uh, Denver's coach Mike Malone signed an extension. He is now the richest coach ever in the NBA. Congratulations! That's what you do when you get a ring. Not much Correct. to speak on. I mean, he's a good coach. Uh, he clearly works over there. He clearly knows his system. If they keep their core, I can see that that core being not a dynasty. I'm not going there yet. Um, but you know, a solid playoff contender year in and year out and, you know, good for him. Good for the team. I think that, uh, a lot of teams right now, especially, um, well, I mean like all actually all over, I was going to say in the West, but especially everywhere where there's a lot of new coaches. Um, so it's nice to see that someone got an extension because (laughs) there's not a lot of guys with tenure on their teams. A lot of teams are like, Oh, you sucked one and done two and done. Right. You see it. You see it. I don't think I see it in the NHL as much. You see a lot of turnover um, and a lot of honestly Mm -hmm. just switching teams like so many head coaches will go from one gig immediately to another gig. Um, Yeah. And you just look at Nick Nurse went straight from the Raptors right to Sixers. Monty Williams. um, Yep. Monty. Billy Donovan's um, been around since he came into the league. Billy Donovan's been around. Jason Kidd's been around. I mean, like, like are just guys that bounce around and like do kind of yeah. quick stints. So it's interesting to see um, someone actually get like a full time gig, get an extension. Yeah. So good for you, Mike. It's not an easy business to do it in. Um, and you know, I'm sure Joker and Murray love that because they. Yeah. That's what players need. They need consistency. They need one system. They need you know, a little bit of foundation to at least just build upon. And when you are a bad team and you keep switching coaches or you keep switching up the culture, it's not easy to succeed. Like that's something that's usually understated, but like the Rockets have had how many head coaches The the Hawks have had how many head coaches, like it doesn't make it easy for the guys who like, you know, even if you're talented, you have to learn a new system. You have to learn a new game. It's not fun. It's not good. Um, so it doesn't really breed success. So Denver is looking to breed success and I think they got a good guy for it. So yeah, claps for them. I will on this point though, make the announcement. The bracket is over and Denver has one slash lost. I don't really know how to announce it. (laughs) They officially have the worst city edition Jersey in the league our fans friends everyone has voted throughout the bracket uh it ended up being a finals rematch for the final of our bracket which was kind of interesting to me that's funny um but i feel not uh you know i feel i feel good because i specifically said 5280 is one of the worst jerseys that exists this year (laughs) so i'm glad that that i could be validated by by everyone (laughs) You couldn't have gone wrong with either of those. Whoever you picked, those of you who voted, both yeah. of them sucked. <laughs> Truly were the, awful. The finals, I, the finals was, was pretty accurate. <laughs> and and I hope that the makers 
know that that he you're not off the hook that was an ugly fucking jersey <laughs> yeah i mean literally no one who made it like made it to i think the last three rounds no none of those designers should be no, off the hook <laughs> nope. um but you got to parlay that into the the you know good thing by mike malone getting an extension bad thing by their you know jersey design team so little good little bad you got to take both <laughs> um <coughs> let's see ah uh, we could talk about your favorite um the geriatric clippers the retirement home of the nba the owen six with james harden clippers well that uh, one one awful look for james harden and the clippers and everyone involved um but two one of the other old men, uh, former MVP, hey, former, hey. <laughs> former triple-double champion of the league, uh, Russell Westbrook. And and I hats off to him because this was a personal decision. This wasn't a coaching decision. He sees that there's a chemistry issue, um, and he has asked the coaching staff to figure out the rotation and lineup with him coming off the bench. He thinks that the starters need to figure out what's going on without him. Um, not because they can't complement each other or anything, but he thinks it's best that he can lead the second unit and, you know, be a plug and play guy with whoever needs, you know, bench minutes or, you know, a little rest. So, I mean, I don't know if that's the answer to this Owen six run since James Harden got there, but at least Russell is trying something. I don't know that the coaching staff, I don't know Ty Lu is doing anything. I don't know that the Clippers are doing anything. I don't know that Paul George and Kawhi are going to do anything for the team. Russell is like, and, something's got to break, and, and I'll be the guy. And and look, for Russell Westbrook stands out there like myself, this is no surprise. This is the kind of player and the kind of person he is, that he will do anything for the team. It doesn't matter to him if he's coming off the bench. He's loyal to his core, to his team. And so yeah. he'll do whatever is best for his team. So this is no surprise. You know, I agree. I think that I'm trying to go back and, and really think about, like, I, I actually do think that he excels a lot. I mean, because he's just a he's a very good um, playmaker. Um, and so I think that he does. Ex and we saw him excel, you know, back in Oklahoma City when they had no one after Kevin Durant left. And they didn't make the playoffs. Um and he, that was his MVP season. Um, he, you know, if you think about that as like, he was basically playing a starting five with, a, with four guys who were might as well have been coming off the bench. And it, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, it's a, it's an opportunity for him, I think to, to do that. And I, I agree that something had to give, um, for the Clippers because first yeah. of all, you can't I mean, double down. I mean, you have to double down and, say that you are happy with getting James Harden, but are you, I mean, really? I uh, really, I mean, to, like, to speak on that a little bit, James Harden has been really annoying since he's got there. I mean, the whole, <sighs> I'm the system thing was annoying, but even the fact that he's now claiming, I didn't have an off season. I didn't have workouts. I didn't blah, blah, blah. No, you're out of shape, but like you could have, you could have been in shape in your own personal gym. Yeah, just because you the Sixers, chose this, just because this you ignored the Sixers, you could have still stayed in basketball shape. This is on you, not anyone else. Yeah, you were busy. You like, were busy. No, at <laughs> fucking little kids camp saying, "Don't worry, 
is a liar. Okay, maybe you should have been in the gym. You know? Yeah. He should have been he should have been getting basketball ready either for the Sixers or whatever team was going to get him for him to claim that he, you know, it's going to take some time. I'm like, bro, first, uh, when you first got there, you said you're the system. What do you mean it's going to take some time? The system shouldn't take time. (laughs) You're joining a, well, again, the retirement home of the NBA, but you are joining a team that is established. Um, So I, so insufferable. James Harden, you, you suck, bud. (laughs) You are a thorn in every team you've ever been on side. And you know what? I'm happy that it's the Clippers because fuck LA, fuck the Clippers. Um, another note that how we did have. He, oh, how go, did he ever like, last? <laughs> how did he ever last so long in Houston? Was that just before he, he became insufferable? No, because they 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 fed his ego. He was the system. He was true, the guy. That's um, true. They were like, whatever you need to do, if you need to hold the ball the whole game, whatever, dude. Like, we just want to win. And they didn't win a lot of games either. He was just the scoring champion. And that's all yep. that he wanted, you know, personal stats. <laughs> yeah. But um, another reason to say, fuck the Clippers. Um, Daniel Tice is being waived by the uh, Pacers. They haven't used him. They haven't utilized him. Um, he was thought for a long time to be a possible trade target for the Celtics, but because of our cap situation, because of everything, once Tice clears waivers, the Clippers are going to get him basically is how this is going to play out. Um, we can't put in a waiver claim. We can't, you know, try and steal him. Uh, I would have liked to see him on the the Celtics. I know I've gotten a, you know, a little bit of debate and argument with a couple people on Twitter about whether or not he's a better third center than Luke Cornett. I will attest that Daniel Tice is a much better third center than Luke Cornett, but whatever. I think I would be. Um, I think we're splitting hairs there if we're comparing Luke Cornett to (laughs) Daniel Tice. Um, But he's a Brad guy. You know, I think he would have been happy to come back. Um, So Mm -hmm. Tice, I'm sorry we missed the chance, but it looks like you're going to play with the geriatrics. Have fun with James Harden. Have fun with Kawhi. Have fun with PG. You'll probably be coming off the bench with uh, Westbrook. So, you know, it's a change of scenery. Maybe he'll succeed there. Um, the The main reason that he's there is because Mason Plumley got his knee taken out by uh, Julius Randle. Not on purpose, but also fuck you, Julius Randle, because as we'll get into it later, this is a repeat uh, accident that has happened. Um Oh, you want to talk but about some other, repeat, <laughs> some other repeats that have happened? What's that? <laughs> Somebody whose name rhymes with Braymont Breen? Okay, so then we, yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, we're there now. <laughs> uh, we're there now. So, uh, after the Celtics played on, I believe it was Tuesday, no, Wednesday. Uh, we beat the Sixers and we'll get into that later, but, uh, the game ended and I was like, well, I'm not done watching basketball for the night. Let me flip on the wolves warriors game and not, but two minutes into the game. Uh, and first off, I I know this is the Draymond green story, but we have to give the story justice. This is also a clay Thompson story because clay Thompson started this whole fucking fiasco. Clay Thompson decided to grab Jaden McDaniel's jersey right at the chest and just grab hold like he was 
he, like it was the last thing he was going to hold on. Like he, like he was Jack and Rose on the fucking door. He was on Jaden's door, uh, Jaden's door, Jaden's Jersey, like white on rice. And, you know, they started running down the, the court. Uh, and then, you know, J Mac was like, yo, get the fuck off me. Grabbed Clay's Jersey and ended up tearing it, which is pretty, you know, hardcore. So I love J Mac for standing up for himself. But as that scuffles happening, the teams are trying to break it up. The the players are trying to break it up. Um, and out comes from literally nowhere. Draymond Green flying down the court and runs over to Rudy Gobert, who's literally doing nothing besides pushing Clay and J-Mac apart from each other. And then instantly, because his arms are on his sides, pushing two players away, is caught in a headlock. A, a WWE-style oh, yeah. headlock. Anaconda grip locked in and like credit to credit to Draymond. I mean, that guy's a muscular motherfucker. Uh, you see all the pictures, huge big his, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but you see all the pictures of how big he's just flexing his bicep around this guy's throat. And cat and ant are like, Oh, get off our guy, please. So, you know, that's a whole scuffle, a whole debacle. Uh, Clay and Dre get kicked out of the game. And the whole game, they're talking about, oh, what's going to happen? You know, suspension. What's going to happen, you know, uh, punishment-wise for anyone involved in this scuffle? Um, And the aftermath is that Clay, J-Mac, and Rudy got fined $25,000. Rudy was fined for being choked. Let's just talk about that. I don't know. I do not understand why Rudy caught a fine, but whatever. And I'm the first person. I'm the first person to not like Rudy Gobert. Like, if Rudy Gobert does something, I'm gonna be the first to be like, "Yeah, fuck that guy." I don't get that. I don't understand. That no, at he, all. he didn't do a damn thing besides try and break up a fight and then become the victim of an assault. But you know, let's make sure that he pays twenty five thousand dollars to the league for no fucking reason. Um, and then Dre himself is suspended five games only. Uh, in which he'll lose around $770,000 of game time checks. So about three quarters of a million dollars down the drain for Draymond. Uh, And the league made a point of saying the five-game suspension is specifically because of his repeat misconduct in the game. If we're talking about repeat misconduct, why is it only five games? (laughs) Well, they did did say that that this... Five game suspension, which I want to throw out there, is the only time that Draymond Green has ever been suspended for more than one game um, at a time. Uh, I think it's his, six, his fifth or sixth suspension period. Um, they did say it yes. was based in part on Green's history of unsportsmanlike act. That's what the NBA said in a news release. But I will point out here that I think this should have been five games on its own. The fact that this has been a recurring, I mean, and I could go, you all know how I feel about Draymond Green. I could go on and on. I mean, so he's had. A couple, uh, maybe once or twice, it's been because he got his 16th technical of the season. So he was suspended a yep. game. Uh, once was for stepping on DeMontis Sabanis. He was on the Kings at that point in time, I think. Um, yep. Still. Curb I mean. stomping his chest. Yep. Another one uh, for fi- fighting Kevin Durant. Uh, yep. Him on his own team. This is on not his own Kevin team. Was, when they were both, they were on the both on the Warriors. <laughs> um, like, th- this guy has such a... a track record of doing this shit and this was just the most i genuinely like if this had happened 
out on the street and I'm a lawyer, I, well, I'm a prosecutor, which would not happen. I'm prosecuting him for assault. That is absolutely a, a completely unnecessary. Well, Even yeah. Steve Kerr <laughs> came, run, came running out and was like, hey, 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 was like waving at him to stop. And he wouldn't stop. <laughs> hey, stop. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't get like he. I mean, one, a, a lot of people made the point that uh, Draymond likes to sit out when Steph isn't playing. Um, so Steph wasn't playing Somebody in the game, so that. Draymond saw his his chance to exit. Well, someone is... someone did tweet it, and I, you know they're not wrong. Somebody, somebody tweeted, I have to find the tweet because somebody actually did like how many of Draymond's technicals come in games when Steph is not, or Steph and Clay aren't playing, or Steph or Clay isn't playing or something. And it's like an insane amount. It's a so lot of them. something that Yeah, happened. I remember seeing it. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's like uh, most one of my, all of them. <laughs> one of my friends said, they were like, it must be because it's like, you know, Steph keeps him on a leash. Uh, and instead now, you know, the parent isn't there to, to look after him. Steph was there. He was wearing his button up on the fucking sideline. Like he saw you do that, Draymond. <laughs> like Steph was just standing there with his mouth ajar, going, "Uh, what the fuck? Uh, that's my teammate. Uh, fuck." <laughs> so, fuck Clay, fuck Dre. Um, sure. I will say it. It's interesting as someone who kind of likes the bit, who kind of likes Draymond, who kind of you know, gets it. This was one of those times where I was like, Dre, what are we doing? And, you know, uh, friend of the pod, Paul Pierce, uh, shout out to our follower. Um, he made a statement. He made two tweets and he was like, uh, Draymond's got, uh, something in the game that no one else can do. Don't let anyone, don't make anyone change you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Paul, it's, this isn't the the a gotcha moment or this you know a, the, this prophecy. Draymond sucks. Like this is a shitty bad look. And like there's no even I, king of spin zones, king of all right. There's a there's a silver lining here. There is yeah. What the fuck were you doing, Draymond? Come on. Like truly, I, you cannot do that on the NBA court. You can't do that in real life. But you definitely can't do it on the NBA court. Like. <laughs> what the fuck like i don't know what what went through his brain when he just would not let rudy gobert go like it'd be one thing to pull him off if you thought that he was actually you know throwing hands but you're doing this you're dragging him away and everybody's yelling at you to stop he he pulled him down a third of the court in a headlock like he had him in a in a in a locked headlock (laughs) there was no give he was not tapping out I, Rudy's catching some L's this season. He got dunked on by JB. He's getting choked out by fucking Draymond. Like it's been a rough start of the season for someone who's contending for defensive player of the year. You know, I I don't always love to you know go to bat for Rudy, but not not, not great. Not not a good start. It'd be a little rough to be Rudy if I, you know. I'd be a little like uh, this kind of fucking sucks. Um, but app. Absolutely bananas. I I just think that it should have been a longer suspension. I mean, we we I bring it up every time someone gets suspended, but John Morant got 25 games for holding a gun. He did no harm to nobody. He did something that is within his constitutional rights, within his 
quote unquote legal rights, even though there's some question as to if he was allowed to have the gun in the club or if he was allowed to have the gun in that state, blah, blah, blah. But like at the end of the day, he didn't hurt anybody. He didn't cause any harm. He didn't do anything. He just quote unquote looked bad for the league. If we're talking about look bad for the league, you have a guy on the main stage choking someone out. Like, what yeah. are you? That's detrimental to the league. I no, I truly, you know, Marty and I will go on and on about this about where the league chooses to take its stands. I fundamentally disagree with those places that it chooses to do so. Yeah. Um, well, the next point is but, going to go into that too. Oh, so. the next point, <laughs> the next point, we'll get there. But yeah, this dream on green thing, I it blows my mind. I don't think he is superstar enough to receive this kind of treatment, and I don't get why no, they did not it. anymore. Why they, not why anymore. they were so fine with this, you know, or fine with this. I know they gave him a five game suspension, but that's that's a slap for, on the wrist for someone like Draymond for who he that's is nothing. and what he's done. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah, that was when that was the point that, you know, I'm trying to make and have been trying to make is like they said, oh, due to his constant misconduct, due to, you know, his history of misconduct. Okay, so we're giving him five games only, even though he's a ball kicker and a chest stomper and a fighter and a sucker puncher of his own teammates. And now he's choked someone out on live television in the first two minutes of a game in a fight that did not involve him with a guy that was not involved in the fight. There's none of this makes sense. It should have been way more than five games, but he's just going to sit at home and podcast while he's suspended. So yeah, fuck you, Dre. <laughs> really? Like, come on, man. <laughs> um, But Moving to the league and their rules and the things that they decide are good and bad. Uh, I have two points to make about the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, the first being that LaMelo Ball has been asked to cover up his neck tattoo by the league. His neck tattoo is LF written in a gothic font, um, which is his initials, but also the logo for his clothing brand or apparel company or whatever it is um and because it is a quote-unquote business you cannot advertise a business while playing the game uh and they're telling him to put a band-aid or sticker or a cover-up on his neck tattoo which is his own goddamn initials but what are we doing here believe it or not this has happened before in the nba specifically uh, there was a player who had a tattoo that they wanted to cover, whatever. Um, it did not hold up in court, and we learned about this case. So I, I really don't think that this is going to work out well for the league. I think this is a temporary thing that they're just doing. But man, oh man, Marty, please get to the next reason why this is especially <laughs> insane. So the other thing that Charlotte and the league are allowing is that Miles Bridges piece of shit that he is two-time arrested for domestic violence is going to play basketball again relatively soon and in a relatively short period of time yes he served his suspension all last season but really is that enough no and so this is where the question comes up what the fuck are we doing adam silver what the fuck are we doing nba what the fuck are we doing charlotte hornets because their press <laughs> statement was oh. both 
insulting and infuriating. They said they Wait. are comfortable. Yeah, I can to I bring can read him it. back. I'll read it just because <laughs> this is this is great. Yeah, the verbatim. Miles Bridges is eligible to return to our active roster on Friday after serving his NBA suspension. We are comfortable with Miles returning to play based on our current understanding of the facts of the recent allegations and remain in contact with the NBA as that matter proceeds through the court process. Are you fucking kidding me? Bullshit. Bullshit. It is complete and utter bullshit. So he was suspended for domestic violence and is now... Going through the legal process for the same fucking charge. And both the team and the NBA seem to be okay with it happening again. What are we doing here? What is going on? And, like, fire every PR person, first of all, who read this statement. This is a good one. This is a good one to put out there. Do not ever want to use. Yeah. Ever refer to a situation in which you are allowing a, a repeat domestic abuser to play for your basketball team. Never say you are comfortable with the facts of that allegation. Horrible. Horrible. Oh my God. Horrible. No, I mean, like, one, my heart goes out to his partner or the yeah. victim. I don't even know if they're together. Hopefully, ex partner. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, ex partner. Um, but to his victim, uh, twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has to be uh, just a giant disrespect to yeah. his partner, his hopefully ex-partner, um, yeah. to see not only the league allow it, but then for the team that he's on to say that they're comfortable. This woman is not comfortable. She is like has a you know a mark on her life and uh, and has these experiences to deal with and process and go through. And now she gets to see the guy that, you know, laid hands on her succeed and play in the NBA and get paid millions of dollars. Like, no fucking way, dude. We're giving Draymond Green five games for choking someone out, and we're telling LaMelo Ball that he can't have a neck tattoo that's his initials, but we're not doing anything about Miles Bridges. Where are these weird lines being drawn? Like, I don't get it. There, It has to be more consistent than this. It has to be. I Yeah, I mean, like, I thought that, you know, it's tough because you watch it happen in other sports um and this league that we've always talked about as being ahead of other sports leagues in other realms to do this and really allow this behavior and let me be clear say that they are comfortable with this behavior um is atrocious i don't understand it like who's making these calls no, it makes zero sense. I don't know. Like, it, and even worse is like Adam Silver was a lawyer. So, like, for him to be the commissioner now of the league and look at this and be like, well, you know, we did suspend him last year for this. It's like, well, he did it again. What do you mean you suspended it? It's not like he served time. He didn't do time for this second offense, one. And two, he shouldn't be in the league. Like, he's just a piece of shit player. And also, let me just, oh, uh, God, I just remembered that he put out a fucking statement saying that he hopes because everyone right now has a sour taste in their mouth about him. No fucking shit, Miles. Uh, He hopes that, you know, he will succeed in his game and that his success and what he brings to the team will make it so that people can move on and forget. No, motherfucker. That's not 
Yeah, that's yeah. not how this works. That's just not. We will never forget how much of a piece of shit you are for the things you've done and hopefully don't continue to do. But who knows if you keep awarding this behavior, basically, it doesn't teach him a lesson. He missed one year for one thing. Now he did it again. And there's, yeah, well, we already kind of talked to him about it. We're we're good now, right? It makes no sense. Baffling. It, it's it is baffling. That is the best word for it. Yeah. Like the idea that, that he put out, put out that statement and it it's like, you know, Oh, you're so good at basketball that I don't think you're going to do oh this again. God. No, Nope. Not how no. that works. <laughs> nope. No. Insane. It just doesn't, does not work like that. And for him, like PR nightmare all around both his PR team and the Hornets PR team just being like, well, we're comfortable with it, and golly, if I play well, everyone's going to forget and trust me again. It's like, you guys fucking suck, dude. What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, I I mean, again, I cannot stress enough that whoever is running the Hornets PR should be fired and should never work in PR again. Insane statement. Nah. And how many people Insane. that went through, and they were like, yeah, good, that's good. No nope. Green light. Nope. We should say this on a public forum nope. for everyone to read. Oh my god. Horrendous look. With their giant, the Hornets giant ass giant ass Hornets logo floating right above that statement too. It's like, yep, we approve. This is green light. Fucking idiots. Just Dumb all of them. Asses. Miles, the Hornets, the league. Yep. Everyone handling this situation is doing it wrong. Um yeah, you know, I thought I was pissed off about Primo and, you know, this just takes it to another level. You know, like we can't keep letting these guys who fucking suck as human beings play basketball for millions of dollars and and just get away with shit. Like it, it doesn't make any sense. And like you said, the NBA is, quote unquote, the more the most progressive of the major sports. And somehow when it comes to something like this. They just took a note from everyone else and was like, well, he'll sell tickets. He'll make the Hornets interesting to watch. It's like, no. And I promise you, I have my tickets for fucking April 13th. And it is down the fucking road. But it is Celtics versus Hornets. I'm going to make a sign. I'm going to get a megaphone. I'm going to get kicked out of fucking TD Garden chirping this motherfucker. (laughs) I am going to ruin Miles Bridges' night. On April 13th. Miles, if you hear this, one, stop listening. And two, fuck you. I'm coming for you. Fuck you. Yeah. For legal purposes, that is not an actual threat. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) On a lighter and different note, someone else that we hate, but this specific player, I don't hate so much. I kind of like his rise right now. I hate the Sixers, but... Tyrese Maxey dropped a 50 bomb the other night, put up 50 points. He is the first guard since AI on the Sixers to hit 50 points for their team since 2005. Like you have said and have been saying addition by subtraction, this gave Max losing Harden gave Maxey his starting role, his point guard position. And this kid is balling. 
He's proven it. I, you know, round of applause for him. 50 points ain't nothing to, you know, shake your tail at or however that fucking saying goes. What's <laughs> that? But whatever. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's it's awesome. Not. <laughs> not using that. That's not something to shake your tail at. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. I just make up sayings and pretend they're real. We know this. We say this every week. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome, though. I love that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, Joel Embiid being Joel Embiid, uh, did say this is his team now, which either is a hint of things to come in the future, or he's just, you know, pumping up his buddy's, you know, tires a little yeah. bit. I don't really know, uh, but you know, there is a little bit of rumor that he wants out. So Joel just kind of says <laughs> things. He kind of just says stuff. Uh, uh I know what you're thinking of. He did say we are the best team in the league. So I think I have to start. (laughs) I think that's another thing he probably wishes that he could take back. (laughs) I mean, all of the Philly fans definitely wish he took it back. Like (laughs) exactly. (laughs) He's like, yeah, we lost to the Pacers and then we had to play the best team in the league. I'm like, what the fuck did you just say about us? His what agent, his agent after that interview was like, was like, get over here, get over here. What the fuck was that? What Joel, the fuck was that? What the fuck, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I told you not to, I told you not to praise them. I said but, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, um, I guess that's as, as, as little quote unquote as that was 53 minutes of coverage. That has been this week in the NBA. Thank you for always supplying us with drama and news. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> now, how about guys, though? How about next time? Let's keep the, the drama t- to not beating other people. How about that? That'd be cool. Yeah. Whether on or off the court, we could just not on be or off violent. The court? That would be. Yeah. Let's that just, would be cool. Let's chill out, guys. Yep. Keep your hands to yourself, please. Yeah, you learned it in grade school. It, it still applies when you're an adult. You can't beat people up. It doesn't make you a good person. One last time. Fuck you, Dre. Fuck you, Clay. And fuck you, Miles Bridges. There we go. Moving forward. The Celtics. The 9-2 and Celtics. The, as predicted, 8-2 and Celtics. But plus one win because we're even better than we thought. Um, We're playing a game last Friday. While we were recording. uh, Against the Nets. While we were recording, Grace was like trying to give us some updates, trying to give us some live feed, trying oh, to yeah, give us wait, some. Oh yeah, wait, why am I not? I should be on the game. I wasn't even paying attention. I see. As someone who can't watch it until we stop recording, I wasn't going to tell you just because I can't watch. <laughs> putting it on though. Uh, but Grace will be putting it on, so we will be getting a little more NBA updates app. again. Can I say that? Oh, yeah. I hate the NBA, NBA app. Correct. The NBA app sucks. NBA League Pass sucks. I said it in a tweet, and I'll say it on my podcast. (laughs) League Pass freezes up more than guys that I try to be wingman for every time. (laughs) Absolutely true. This is kind of sexy, though. I'll show you this. This is kind of a sexy. So in addition to doing the in-season tournament, right? First of all, the Raptors court is pretty cool. Really not bad at all. Um, So they've got – they're wearing like a goldish color. It looks more. I know we said it looked like poop. It looks a little more goldish when they're wearing it. Um, yeah, they're wearing their city editions. Yeah, um, but it looks really nice. Oh, I'll wait till the <laughs> scoreboard comes back up with the the Boston scoreboard that's on. 
Um, that was not goaltending. Um, the scoreboard is also gold. Do you see that? So it's like, it's cool. Like the colors look nice on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A little um, black and gold action. We are losing. Little, yeah. It is. They're trying 20, to really promote this IST. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Five points. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. fine. We're going to talk about the winning that we did. We're going to do, we're going to talk about, about the, winning. the winning that we did. Yes. Uh, so since the last time we recorded, we have clocked in four more wins uh, to bring us to nine and two. The first game being that game that Grace was live conversating, live announcing uh, yes. while we were recording last week against the Nets. Our first in-season tournament game, leaving us one and O oh in the in-season tournament. We ended up beating the Nets 121 to 107. Uh, not too many notes from that game. JB had a good game, which, you know, Grace was a little worried about uh, when we let, last left you guys. We wanted more consistency from Jalen Brown, and he was the lead scorer in that game. So, yeah, so many of the things that we said during the podcast ended yes. up being like, <laughs> out over the course of that game makes me think that, like, Joe Mazzula has an earpiece in live Joe, listening yeah. to us as we're doing this Joe, podcast. Hey, Papa Joe, Mazzula, I'm looking directly into the camera, I'm speaking directly into the mic. Hi, buddy. Any advice you want to take from us? It's free. Just have it. Just take it. Because, uh, like you said, I think I even texted you during that game. I was like, was he listening? Like, every everything that we talked about is going a different direction right now. <laughs> Literally. Um, <clears throat> but we won that game. The next game we had was up against the Raptors. Um the crafters as I am now calling them because they are poo. They are not good. Um, we won that game 117 to 94. So a nice, you know, and again, a good, strong victory. Um, I don't have much to say about a game against the Raptors. They don't have much going on. They're really just trying to figure it out. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how you get better. You have a roster that looks pretty made up and solid. And yet, you can't seem to win games. So it might be time to blow it up, ship some people out, and try again. Hasn't worked since Kawhi left, guys. Sorry to say it. Um, oh, but in that game, era. JB and JT. Yeah, it is. JB, JT, and KP were the ones who led us in that game. Every one of them having 20-plus points. Our big three is rolling. It's nice to see. I'm loving it. Basically, no notes except for, uh, you know, Pritch was kind of finding his stride. I know I wanted a little more big PP rather than limp PP. We're we're trying to get there. Um, Hauser's been pretty fire, though. You know, Hauser, as of late, has been a little electric from beyond the arc. Not going to complain about it. Yeah, just, um, keep doing you, man. <laughs> that's that's cool. Keep doing me. you. I mean. Uh, Good with Yeah. That? No, I mean. Truly, I guess the only thing I could say is that Luke Cornett is still Luke Cornetting as of that game with against the Raptors. He hasn't been doing too, too much. I know that he did have a decent game uh, when we get to the Sixers game, but we're not there yet. We're talking in, we're moving in chronological order. So against the Raptors, Luke, you really didn't do anything. And I still needed more from you. Uh, you're looking more and more like a trade piece. I'm not sorry. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. We gave you, we gave you a chance to get it together. <laughs> all right. We would have been fine if you had gotten it together. You haven't. Yes. Correct. Like we have very short patience here in Boston. This right. <laughs> you've had a couple years. You've had a, you've had a couple years. You should know how to play the game by now. You should be getting double digit rebounds as a backup center, and you're not. Uh, you score some points here and there, but I'm like, come on, guy, I need more. Um, but again, not much to talk about. We beat up on the Raptors. I, it's like when you beat the bad team in JV, and you're like, well, we beat them like seventy two to five, and like we don't want to yeah. talk about it. Like we we well, were kind of clapping for them when they made buckets. For them, so. It does not matter, okay? We are in a time capsule we're talking about last week. <laughs> True. Um, but then we played the Knicks. Uh, so this time in our garden, uh, we beat them in their garden. They came to our garden. We ended up winning 114 to 98. Uh, we did not go deep into the bench at all in this game. I think we only, uh, yeah, we only played eight guys. Uh, the only bench players to play were Horford, Hauser, and Pritchard. Uh, Pritch again, not too much to talk about. Hauser, electric again, hit four three-pointers. That's all I want you to do. Hit the three-pointers that you take. Get the points that you're going to get. Your Hauser, the E gets replaced with a three when you do it. That's what I That's what I tweet every time. That's what I'm going to tweet every time. Just keep being that guy. Just keep being that guy. Um, I was a little... A little intrigued by Joe's move here, though, to not go deeper in the bench. But, you know, uh, the Knicks didn't really go deep in their bench. They, you know, were contending with their starters against our starters for most of that game. Um, Again, KP, JB, and Tatum all putting up plus 20 points. Tatum putting up 35 because he's that guy. I love him. He's still contending for the MVP. We love to see it. Absolutely. Um, his three ball is coming back too, which is something that I said earlier in the season. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I missed Tatum's three ball, and he's starting to take those again. And Jalen Brown and for it, Jalen Brown, yeah, Jalen Brown. <laughs> no, he he just had the sexiest block I've ever seen. It's oh. it's sexy enough. I'm actually gonna rewind. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it up to the camera so you can see it because this is absolutely oh. electric. Like it's and I you We're know I'm live live electricity. This is the replay. But also, Jalen Brown did. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. That's my guy. Uh, I thought it was his left hand. It wasn't. It was his right hand. <laughs> Would have been extra icing on the cake, but whatever. Can't get too picky. Um, Can't get too picky these days. Yeah. I mean, the JB, KP, JT, three piece big three, whatever you want to call it, is scary for a lot of teams to deal with. I mean, they, you don't have an answer when you have to guard three guys who can hit it from deep and also dunk it over almost everyone's heads. So, I mean, what what is there to say? I mean, Tatum's averaging plus six rebounds, plus five assists, always double-digit points. JB yep. is starting to get a little more consistent with his, uh, you know, he hasn't had as many turnovers lately. He still had like, I think he had three against the Knicks, which isn't great, but not awful. Uh, <laughs> but he had 
you know, six assists. So his his assist to turnover ratio is still pro assist. So we're we're good, Grace. It's all good. This is true. <laughs> um, but in the win, <clears throat> in the win against the Knicks, Julius Randle. I told you I'd talk about him again. Mm-hmm. And here's that motherfucker. He uh, made a little contact with uh, the former Nick, now our unicorn, KP. Uh, and because of that, he uh, ended up having a bone contusion in his knee. Don't worry, guys. The sky's not falling. As we're recording this, KP is playing. Yeah, well, that's what a contusion is. I just used the big word. Yeah. Sorry. No, I wasn't. I was more making fun of. I love that the NBA, you know, and teams say that. Like you guys, like I'm still gonna think you're tough. You can just say yeah. he's got a bruise. <laughs> he had a, you know? <laughs> he had a bruise. <laughs> he had a boo boo, um, and <laughs> that's why he was out. Uh, and then Jalen Brown, also out. He only had a sickness. Honestly, I had a sickness this week. Maybe it's something going around. JB, I'm sorry if you somehow threw whatever whispering winds going through the New England area caught whatever I had. It's not my fault. Um, but KP and JB were out against the 76ers. That being said, the Celtics beat the 76ers 117-107 and made Joel Embiid say we're the best team in the league. So you're yeah. missing your two biggest options. And yeah, you, you know, Embiid was a game time decision. And I was praying. I was on everything, crossing my fingers, crossing my toes, crossing everything. I was like, can if we don't have KP, can just can Joel sit, please? Like, I don't want to see what this looks like if we have to go without our two big guys besides Tatum. Yeah. Uh, and we have to play against Embiid. Well, uh, Mr. Free Throw Merchant didn't get to the line, so he only had, uh, I think his plus minus was negative 25, which is his fourth west, for, uh, bleh, eh, fourth worst career plus minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it happened to be against us in a game, what, two, three nights ago? Love yep. to see it. Absolutely love to see it. And, and. Mr. Complexion, Mr. Beautiful, Mr. God, we love you, you 37-year-old bastard. Al Horford took all the words that I said, all the words that I said, and I told you last week it was constructive criticism. I do not hate Al. I want everything for him to go well and succeed. He balled out against him. He He had five blocks in that game, which were electric every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had double digit. He definitely had double digits points. Uh, let's points. See. He had eight rebounds he, though. Yeah, eight rebounds. Love it. You love to see it. Cornette only had uh, six. And Luke, what are we doing here? Um, <coughs> five blocks, eight rebounds, three assists, four for eight from the three point line. Fourteen points. Al Horford in that last game was. Back to everything that I wanted and need from Al Horford. Yep. And that's that's it. Like you can't complain. I'm gonna complain only in the sense that I know who you are and what you can be. And then you do things like this, and I go, all of my complaints have been rescinded. And yeah. everything's good. Kumbai fucking ya. We yeah. are good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
believe me, I was never had a disrespect. (laughs) All over the L love and train. Um, But in in addition to him, I mean, uh, Derek White came in wearing his boy dad sweatshirt. Best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. yeah. 27 points. Drew Holiday had a double-double, 18 points, 10 rebounds. Just you saw, and it's so beautiful to see. You saw the, the players coming together, stepping in for your two of your top three players who are out, and they just balls to the wall. Great game all around. They looked good. They felt good. I loved every minute of it. Amazing. Hell yeah. No, I mean, that's what you need. And that's what we wanted. And that's what we've been asking from Joe, from this team. When we face adversity, when something bad happens, who's going to step up? How's it going to look? How's it going to work? And, you know, D white and holiday were like, Oh, KP and JB are out. We'll be the two and three option. We're good. We got this. And they did. They, like you said, oh, nearly 50 points combined. <laughs> like, love that. Um, and and, and a masterclass from Al. Uh, yeah, we're still we're still lacking from other bench players. I mean, like Pritchard, he was out there yet a good plus minus, but he wasn't really doing much. And and Cornette was out there and he had nine points, which is like, yippee. I mean, a lot of them were offensive rebound putbacks. So I will say thank you for crashing the boards. Um, But it really came down to letting the three ball fly. There was a lot of kickouts from under the basket to an open Jason Tatum, to an open Derek White, to an open Drew Holiday out on the arc. And they had no idea they they didn't they couldn't keep pace even with maxi even with mb they couldn't keep up and that's why joel said what we already know we are the greatest team in the league period the end yeah i mean we're looking good i i look even if we're currently losing to the raptors (laughs) and and we are still losing to the raptors um but sam hauser i've already seen him make three threes so good that's all i want that's all i want um jb's great jason tatum with a step back three oh. missed bad shot brother um anyway <laughs> uh <laughs> tough. tough it's okay bad though luck. he can do he, he can do no wrong i love him more than anything um i mean you know we were we were even tempered which is saying something for us last week fact when we had lost two and we were feeling a little bit, you know, oh, fuck, like uh, this or everything. All right. Yeah. Know, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, cancel the parade. <laughs> um, but I will say that much like we did, this Celtics team has shown poise. They've shown the ability mm-hmm. to move on games in the past. Maybe maybe they're really motivated by these in-season tournament games. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they are. I mean, uh, I know the in-season tournament fired up Clay and Dre in the wrong way, but they're firing up these guys on Boston the right way. I mean, whatever the purse is, I don't know how much each player gets paid, but maybe that's enough incentive to go a little harder in these games. You know, Um, I I gotta ask Drew Holiday how he keeps his headband on. That thing looks like it's holding on by a thread. (laughs) It's probably just really tight. 
It's just probably it's gotta weird be, fight on his like, own. Damn. Go off, King. Um yeah. <laughs> I'd love if my head, my headband stayed on like that. Um dude, me too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Marty gets it. Anytime uh, I put my hair up and wear my headband, I'm like, ah, this shit's just flying around. <laughs> yeah. Um but, but yeah. feeling good. <laughs> feeling very good, at. feeling very positive. Uh, you know. Nine and two leading the East. We are atop the conference. Um, Joe Mazzula in year two is looking like the coach that we knew he could and will be. He's making yep. the adjustments he has to, you know, even when the bench isn't playing up to snuff, quote unquote. Like I have bench complaints, but like Joe puts them in in the right time, right position, right yeah. opportunities. I, I, I was um, going to ask you. Does the bench depth concern you at all going forward? No, because we are so top heavy and so skilled one through six that I look at guys like Delano Banton, who played like shit in his uh, garbage time minutes. And I look at guys who uh, don't even get to play like O'Shea Brissett and guys who are kind of struggling like Peyton Pritchard and Luke Cornett. And I go... You guys look really good for a post-December 15th bundle and trade to get us a seventh guy. <laughs> and that's fair. Like, and and you know you know Brad's working the phones. Oh, yeah. Like, for every time that they mess up, it is just more incentive for Brad to move, move on. Um, you know, I don't want to see you know, a complete overhaul of this roster. I think that what we have is solid. I do think that a lot of the guys that we picked up are situational players and are plug and play for certain matchups and everything like that. Um, but at the same time, if you're not going to be that guy, if you're not going to plug and play, if you're not going to step up into the role that you're supposed to, the door is there. And we know that Brad has no problem moving pieces. We have all those second round picks that we collected for God knows why, but we all think it's because Brad has something up his sleeve. Um, I hear a lot about Alex Caruso. We would have to trade most of our bench depth to get him. I don't know if he's exactly the seventh man that I want. Um, I would much more like a, you know, my biggest concern has been and still will be what happens if there's a game where Al and KP, he can't play. I don't want to start Luke Cornett, and we're gonna have to. <laughs> like, unless we put Tatum at the five, which would be a real small ball lineup. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's either start Cornett or have Tatum be the center, and I don't really like either of those options. So, uh, we're gonna have to keep praying on healthy starts and you know normal routine sits, and you know keeping the starters happy and healthy is what we have to bank on right now. Um, That's correct. You know, uh, what about, I mean, does the, does the bench depth concern you? Does their shortcomings look like a, a, a red flag or an issue going forward? You know, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth um, because I think though, that the thing that keeps me on the fourth, the going forth is the, uh, mm-hmm. The the fact that you're right about our, our strong starters to the point where you just kind of need them. I don't want to say sit back on their heels, but you just kind of need them to 
grind in and at the very least not lose a lead. You know what I mean? Like I don't need right. them necessarily to be, you know, putting up huge numbers on the board. And they've they've done it pretty well. Like I, I can't say that either of our losses I, I can't blame just the bench. I mean, there were no. there were other problems no, you, happening. No, it's not just the bench. Our, our, yes, exactly. So, so it was I, inconsistency I think, from everyone starters yeah. down. Exactly. So I think that that is the one thing. You know, would I be opposed to if if Brad can make some magic happen as he always seems to do, and and you know turn this into a a package for for another team that would want it more. Okay, that's fine by me. Um, but if if this is what we're rolling with, I trust in the way it's been working at least so far. I, I don't need it to work a whole lot better than this, you know. Um, you have to hope that with how heavy our, our top right. five is that, you know, whereas like if, you know, Jason Tatum, like whereas like if, if for example, if last year, if we had Porzingis for whatever reason, like if two of your top three guys were out, you would kind of expect the bench to pick up a lot of that slack, but like we saw it, our starters can really pick yeah. up most of that slack. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I, I, that's the reason it doesn't worry me. Of course, I'm always going to be like, you know, could it be better? Could we could we make that jump? But um, I'm okay with where it's at right now. The, the more that I think about it, and the more, and, and also based off of what you just said, the only thing that concerns me about like our lack of production from the bench and like even being hypercritical, but you know, that's what we have to do um, is, is longevity. Is it going to play out where at the end of the season, as we have seen before, that's when injuries happen or that's right. when people are tired or that's when, you know, everything starts to fall apart because we've been running Tatum for 40 minutes a game. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. We've been there. How many in a row? Like, I don't need to see the starters at a gas when we get to the playoffs. Yeah. With that being said, I do agree that Joe is doing enough with cycling in the bench guys and figuring it out. Like, I don't want to see a lot of games that look like the Knicks game where we only go eight deep. I need us to go to the bench guys. I need us to give some rest minutes for Tatum, for JB, for Drew, for D, D White. Like, I need those guys to get some minutes on the bench, whether it's a couple minutes every period or sit out a period or whatever it is. Joe right now seems to have a good balance of getting guys in and out of the lineup enough where even if, you know, Pritchard's having a fine game or Luke Cornett's having a fine game or Lamar Stevens comes in or O'Shea Brissett comes in or Delano Banton comes in, it's not really on them. It is literally just you are filling the void while the good player catches his breath. <laughs> as right. long as the loss right. isn't on your head, then we're good. As long as you aren't yeah, losing I'm the lead, as long as you aren't throwing the game, we're good. I don't need anybody on our team winning six man of the year. I don't need that. And I don't nope. think that's going to happen. I mean, because if only by virtue of the fact that I think they're, well, I mean, if Al keeps playing the way he's playing and Porzingis stays healthy and Al continues to be the sixth man, maybe then, but beyond that, right. But beyond, that. you know, <laughs> I'm okay with, with, I don't, I don't need Peyton Pritchard or Luke Cornett or anyone else being <laughs> six man of the year. I don't I mean, need yeah. it. <laughs> but um, I don't see so, it. <laughs> yeah. So I think that, you're right that if we can do enough and and 
I just, I just don't want us to be saying this and I'm knocking on my wood. Like, oh, that sounded wrong. Whoa. I'm knocking the head. Whoa. Please. Um, I'm please. um to say that like I just hope we are using them enough because I would so much rather us be resting players and injured now and losing games because of it now than losing games because of it in the playoffs. Um, in the playoffs. And that's so, what you and I have said this whole time. You know, it's great to be number one in the East right now. I'm not complaining. Good. I have no issue with that. But if it comes at the cost of playoff performance, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going Correct. to be mad. We do not need to exhaust the starters now to have the quote unquote president's cup in the NBA. I know there isn't one, but people call for it every year. I think Chuck yeah. wants it. Um, but like, no, we don't need that. I don't care what our win losses as long as we're in the playoffs. We just got to get in and we have to be healthy and not exhausted. So, I mean, I know Tatum, it sucks about taking nights off. And I know Tatum does not care how many minutes he plays every day. And like, yeah, you know, most of the time that works out for him and I'm okay with that. But let's keep some juice for later in the season. Okay. And that wasn't a Jalen Brown joke, but also. So keep some juice for later in the season. <laughs> yeah, for real. We are winning now. So let's go. Out. See, told you everything's fine. Everything's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, the nine and two Celtics. As I'll quote it again, Joel Embiid said, "Best team in the league." Uh, you know, things look good. Things are going good, going well. Um. Nice. <laughs> well, Good one. Yeah, I caught it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, that's not I make why fun of you when you get it right. When you get it wrong, I make fun yep. of you when you get it right. Yep. I still do. <laughs> yep. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. And that's why I shake my tail at it. Um, <laughs> you do shake your tail at it. <laughs> we did not post uh, any question uh post thing whatever you want to tweet jesus we did not put out a tweet asking for questions this week just because i knew how crazy this week was how much news there was in the nba this week so uh we love you listeners and sorry we didn't reach out but you know the nba provided us with content but jesus christ that being said we did kind of get two questions the first one being uh did you see one, either the clip or two, Philly ask us about uh, uh, KG and Paul Pierce's take on what the Clippers need to do. Yeah. I saw I so, didn't I didn't see KG's. I saw I saw uh, I saw big PPs, but. Well, it was on KG's showtime show podcast whatever it is the, what they when the two of them just hang out on couches and talk yeah. basketball but lo, like love that gig for them um but <laughs> philly wanted to know why paul pierce is calling lil baby little baby um okay and for context it is because paul pierce claimed that if the clippers add little baby to their coaching staff, they will figure out their James Harden problems. He will just be a development guy for James Harden. I don't know what Paul Pierce is talking about. I could not tell you, but Philly, imagine, I will tell imagine you. Imagine just adding one person 
to like babysit one player. But a rapper? But a rapper? Like, why are we? Why? I mean, why did Lil Baby comes? <laughs> why did Paul Pierce pull Lil Baby out of anyone? That like, it was kind of random. Coach, yeah. Coach Budenholzer doesn't have a job. You could say Coach Budenholzer can be added to the Clippers, but no, no Lil Baby. Said, Lil, Lil, Lil baby. No, little baby. <laughs> um, to which I have to say, Philly, as Larry told you in the comments on Twitter, uh, Little Baby is his government name. And as a coach, <laughs> you have to respect him. <laughs> so you have to call him by his full name. Little Baby's first no. friends, as a coach, he would be Little Baby. <laughs> coach Baby. <laughs> or Coach Little. Coach Baby. <laughs> Coach Lil Baby. Um, uh, not much more to talk. I don't really know what Paul, you know, Paul Pierce just does Paul Pierce things. And then, you know, I don't ask questions or look for answers. Friend of the pod. I let the guy, the pod. I let the guy vibe. He's one of my favorites. I let him do whatever he wants to do. And he is cool in my book. Basically, no matter what, you know, he got fired from ESPN for strippers. Look where ESPN is now. I think Paul Pierce won that exchange. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Pierce. You, you show him. Go off, King. <coughs> Strippers for your How birthday, ball- PP. How baller is that <laughs> to get fired? I, mean, you know, I never really think about that because it just was so comical when it happened. Kind of a, a baller way to go out, though, you know? <laughs> he, he was just having a birthday party and you had an IG Live and there were strippers in the background. Sorry, man sorry for having a good time. Yeah. yeah <laughs> He's retired. <laughs> Got that. Yeah. He's just, he's just having fun. Like, he's allowed to spend his money however he wants. Whatever. Maybe well, posting it on, on IG side. wasn't... <laughs> maybe on posting side. it on IG wasn't the best idea, but whatever. We've all been there, you know? Yeah. We've all, there. <laughs> we've all, we've all posted <laughs> strippers to our Instagram before. It's kind of a party. normal issue. Yeah. Could have happened to anybody. Could have, could have... That's just a Tuesday night, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Um, But our other question, common listener feedback, uh, Brett, <clears throat> at Brett Howard underscore, after the whole Draymond debacle, did reach out with an interesting hypothetical. Mm. If basketball had fighting like the NHL, you could drop the mitts, and you could just get to the center court and you know slug it out God. for a little bit and then go serve your time. Who would be your ideal fight? Who would you want to see just at center court swinging them out? Um, you know, already when I saw this question, <laughs> my first my first thought was like, you know, because in the NHL and now it's becoming a a bygone practice of having an enforcer on your team. But for the most part, teams will still have right. somebody that like you expect to kind of drop the gloves. You know, Ryan Reeves, Tom Wilson, Trent Frederick. Um, no, you go all me. over the league. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I then I started thinking about like who would be the enforcers. I genuinely don't think that I don't think Draymond Green would do it if they can hit back. I don't no, think that he would they do could, ex- exact, yeah, correct. They can't, they, they wouldn't. Draymond would be like, ah, right. I'm good. He'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, I like, I like sucker punching and taking advantage of situations where I'm going to get away scot-free. That's yes. how he does it. So it wouldn't be Draymond. Um, Melly, Mel, uh, 
suggested Steph versus Seth at center court, which would be a That'd little be fun. hilarious. That would a be little brother bro hell. down. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, would be fun. They have some internal family issue that they haven't resolved, so they play each other and then just swing it out. That'd be fun. You know, I I have this opinion um, about I have this opinion about the NHL as well, and I'm gonna throw it out there for the NBA too. If we're thrown in fighting, I think the coaches should be able to go. Let the coaches go. Something happens. Oh, hell yeah. Put them in there. Joe Doc Mazzula Rivers would have Doc Rivers would have been all over that shit. Doc Rivers would have eaten oh, that yeah. shit up. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, Doc. Doc was already losing his voice every night. He didn't. He would have just swung on somebody, anybody, player (sighs) or coach alike. Um, I don't know. I mean, I want to see like some matchups that come to mind for me are like beef. So like Isaiah Stewart versus LeBron. I think LeBron runs away from that challenge, but Isaiah Stewart wanted it. Like Isaiah Stewart tried to make that happen. (laughs) I I, Um, honestly like. I would love like some old beef to come back up, like Russell Westbrook KD. Mm. First of all, Russell Westbrook is killing yes. KD. That's absolutely happening. Um, but well, yeah, like, you just go for a... that bad Achilles real easy. Oh, you know who else would totally beat <laughs> up fights fights in, in the NBA and he would not shy away? Blake Griffin would. Blake Griffin would have been all oh, over yeah. that shit too. Oh yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, uh, this is my job. Here we go. Time to go. Yep. <laughs> Time to fight. And he would be an enforcer. <laughs> He's an enforcer. See, yes. that's what I'm talking about. There are some players who I'm like, that's an enforcer. You know, like they would get out there and do it. I mean, Marcus would do it. Marcus would yep. for sure. If he had to fucking 100%. take a punch for the team, he would do it. Um, yep. Because it can't be, it can't be, you know, like a star. Like the enforcer would have it to wouldn't, be somebody. Yeah, that, it wouldn't be Tatum or JB. They're, right. You can't, you can't be expecting that. Um, too glitz and glam. <laughs> Right. Too much money on the line. Steven Adams would do it. And I would take Steven Steven Adams Adams in almost any fight. I would take him in almost any. Well, I mean, one, he's giant. And two, he's got tough. He's got tenacity. He's just, yeah, Uh he's a tough dude. Um, Who else? I feel like some random. Oh, actually, one guy who kind of like tilters on this star power almost too good to, for it but would do it anthony edwards would fight mm. anybody he had to for the timberwolves he would i know he would ant would be like let's go like i'm ready and the 100%. other thing is though the one thing that sucks about this is there's no dropping of mitts in the nba like what are you gonna do throw the headband down like <laughs> yeah honestly there's I, no I, ceremonial I could... movement right you're not dropping the gloves here uh, God, I could see. I think Andre Drummond would drop the gloves with anybody. Yeah, but also he's like almost too irrelevant at this point. Like it'd be like what okay. Andre Drummond wants to fight right. me, right? For the shitty Bulls, okay. okay. I could have a good night uh, on the Bulls. He never, never should have left the Pistons. Um, no, he should not have. Did I ever tell you? I don't know if I ever told this story on this pod about. That the day after he got traded from the Pistons, uh, I went to a Red Wings game. So I'm mm-hmm. at I'm at Little Caesars Arena, and they were like pizza, pizza, uh, yeah, exactly. In between, they'll <laughs> they'll switch out they'll they'll switch out their pro shop. It's different than TD Garden; like mm-hmm. it's not big enough. It's pretty small, so you, you they will switch out all their gear for whatever game is happening. And like I went, I was like, right. hey. 
I know that Andre Drummond just got traded. I know you still have those jerseys. Where are they? How much can I pay for them? And they were like, we threw them all away. I was like, you got traded yesterday. <laughs> what are you talking about? I would have bought that shit. I was what? so livid. <laughs> I was pissed. Because I literally went, I was, I was, you know, I have anxiety, but I still went up to that worker and I said, Hi, I'm here for the hockey game, but I was just wondering if you have any Andre Drummond jerseys. They're in the trash. Jesus fucking Christ. Come on. Um Detroit moves but, on quick, all right? Yeah, they were like, they were like, okay. Uh um bye. And they already they she did when I said that, I was like, do you already have because that was in the BG trade? I was like, do you already have Blake Griffin jerseys? And they're like, Yeah, they're upstairs. Motherfucker. What? Come on. Come on. Um, but Come on. I think my dream, my dream matchup beyond the Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant thing, I want a good guy to fight Kyrie Irving. Who's my good guy? Like Steven Ooh. Adams, that would be good, but I want somebody who I know could, could I get almost, into it. I almost want like anyone on the Celtics that played with him to fight him. Like yes. I want Jason Tatum to just be like, this is my team now. You stomped on Lucky. I'm stomping yeah. on you. Let's, you know, that, that would be like the one time that like your star player gets into a fight. Like that would be his one yeah, go against Kyrie. That's, exactly. All star players would fight Kyrie. Yes. That would be a bench brawl. That would end in a bench brawl for sure. That would end in a bench. Yeah, Kyrie would be like, "You don't have my back," and then everyone would be like, "Oh, we yeah. have to have his back." Yeah, right. Everybody would. Re- everybody on the on the other bench would be reluctantly. They'd be like, "Okay, guys, come on. Yep, we gotta get Luke out." Would be like, I'm fighting. gonna get Let's a go. beer. I'm leaving. Let's go. This. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just take a little break. That would be awesome, though. I had never. I don't thought... think you could. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's interesting to think about because it does exist in hockey there. They allow fighting. They always have. I never thought about how out of place it is in every other sport. Like how weird it would be for us, like them to stop play for these two guys on the court to fight, you know, like that. Duke it out. (laughs) Right. That's so weird. And yet it fits into hockey, obviously, because it's always been there and it's just like, is what it is. Nobody would, you know, think anything of it, but man, oh man, if they suddenly just were like, Hey guys, rule change real quick. You guys can fight if you want. You'll have to sit for five yeah. minutes. All you. All you. Do it up. They have to play yeah. without you for five minutes. Yeah. Um, and would it be like I, five? I, would it be like a four? Four people on the side. Like only four people were playing at a time. Four on four. No, I think they do it like they do it like hockey. Where oh well, four on four would be interesting. Just change up the That'd game completely a little bit. Yeah. Um. But they they probably do it like hockey where they're like, yeah, okay, these guys are out. You're gonna put in a filler guy. Um yeah, I mean, I don't see a lot of Celtics like I like if we still had Marcus, he would definitely be that guy. I don't yeah, see D White doing it. No, I don't see KP doing it. I don't see maybe JB. I mean, JB does get a little gritty with people, he does get a little yeah, chirpy. I don't, I don't know. I couldn't um, see it for some reason. But- but like there are some no, players I, know. I could definitely I, see, but I couldn't see him. Yeah, no, it, it's not really. I don't think it's it's in the cards for the Celtics to drop Honestly, the mitts at center court. But that's kind of a like I'm kind of looking at this Celtics roster right now. Like I would love to know. Really, not a lot of guys that like are known for like how many technicals do each of these players have? Probably not a lot. Well, Tatum has quite a few because he likes to clap. Like that's his favorite thing to do. That was funny. And then he gets teed up. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would like a, I, I would like a measure of like 
you know, technicals that were not for excessive celebration or even like like Wembenyama getting that technical the other uh, day. I think they rescinded it because he bounced the ball and it went over his Ridiculous. head. They did. Yeah. <laughs> like, first all right, of all, well, he's seven four, so when he bounces the ball, it's going to bounce. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like his a arms lot, a lot of gravity like involved here. in that. Yeah. 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 That was funny. Poor kid. I saw that happen. I was like, oh, this poor guy. Um, but like for the most part, though, these Celtics are pretty level headed. Like there aren't really any particularly hot heads. No, we don't have a hot head right now. No. On the team. I'm trying to like if we if we look at like the Lakers, I think that Austin Reeves would be the default guy, but only because yeah. AD and LeBron wouldn't do it. And they'd be like, go, right. kid, it's your turn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, go fight for my honor. <laughs> there might Austin right. Reeves would be the champion for LeBron and AD. <laughs> Correct. Just like when Trent Frederick sucker punched that guy for hitting Patrice Bergeron. Got to protect your king, exactly. you know? You got to do no, it. No, you go me. You go me. No, you, no, you go me. <laughs> Yeah, it's great, great vid. If you don't know what we're talking about, no, you go don't... watch. Go watch Trent Frederick go for a fight uh, in the Kings game. It's a great game. Great. You want to go game. him? No, you go me. No, you go me. You go me. One of the all-time quote like that. If I ever get in a bar fight, that is you go me. Oh yeah, I'm pulling. I'm pulling that one out of the back pocket. Exactly. You leave my friend alone. You go me. You go <laughs> me. Like, what the fuck is this guy on? <laughs> yeah, it's like me saying it, and I'm with like it's you know, so like, out of place everywhere people. besides yeah, hockey. Go, some, <laughs> some random guy. You go me. You go me. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. Ah. <laughs> uh. I, yeah, uh, Shy or Shay. Wow, sorry, mispronunciation there. Shay wouldn't do it. Giddy wouldn't do it. Chet Holmgren wouldn't do it. Uh, I'm just like thinking of players now. Uh, I know that's the thing. I think uh, that there's a little bit more chip it. on your shoulder. There's a little more chip on your shoulder in hockey. A little more grit in hockey. Obviously, I I think hard was the '90s basketball that wouldn't, that wouldn't do it. <laughs> I know I was. I actually did. I was like thinking, is there anybody on the Pistons? But I really couldn't see anybody on the Pistons doing it either. Um, no, like Rodman, Ben Wallace, like they would have done it. Easy. They would go. Yeah, <laughs> easy. Um, they would have been like, let's I fucking go. I'll take three people. I couldn't see Harden doing it. I couldn't see Harden. Nah, he's all talk. Nah, you know, he he throw three punches and then be winded. If we're being honest, right now in his current conditioning, <laughs> he'd be like, oh. I can't do it. I need to go get my I'm double trying, cup of lean. I'm, I'm just tough. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to think of like because in the in the NHL, it's very much like you usually have an enforcer on your team, and very rarely is that yeah. enforcer one of your star players. There are a couple right. exceptions, like Brady Kachuk. For those of you who watch, plays for the Senators, is the captain and one of their best players, but also will always fight anybody. So I'm trying to think of if there is a star player who I could see doing it, but like Giannis, no chance. Um, no chance. Jimmy Butler, I don't think would. I if you if you rub Jimmy the wrong way enough, I feel like he would just because he likes maybe he loves chirping. He loves the yeah. game of shit talking. If it got to that level, I think he'd be like, "All right, let's fucking do it. All right, let's fucking yeah. do it." But like other like stars, he, like like LeBron, no chance. Um, Donovan, Kawhi, no, no chance. Ch no chance. Yep. Sabonis, uh, no chance. Nope. Fox, Julius no Randle? Chance. 
maybe. Julius Randle, maybe. But, like, honestly, that's better for the Knicks. The Knicks want fighting in this league, so they have to have a reason to bench fucking Julius Randle. <laughs> How about Embiid? Can you see Embiid doing it? Yeah, I could see Embiid I could doing probably it. See Another that. troll. Like, he, he would go along with the bit. He'd be like, all right, I'm going to kick your ass. Yep. yep. <laughs> he would do nope. it. Joker wouldn't. Ooh, Aaron Gordon would. Aaron Gordon wow. would for the Nuggets. Now we're using star <laughs> player loosely, but yes, he would. Uh, he won dunk contests. That gives you stardom. You know, funny story <laughs> about Aaron Gordon, and this is a super weird side note. My ex-boyfriend in college um, was this kid from uh, Northern California. His name was Connor. Mm-hmm. And... He went to the same high school as Aaron Gordon. And okay. Aaron Gordon had this uh, vertical. So they would have to, you know, back in gym class, you'd have to do like those like, um, yeah, like the, how many sit-ups could you do in a minute? How, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Connor beat the record that was held by Aaron Gordon at his high school for vertical. This is a true okay. story. 100%. And he never ever stop talking about that ever that was the <laughs> highlight which honestly fair if i had a better vertical than aaron gordon in high school i would talk about it too yeah i, I mean that's kind of like that's like brett being like i scored on bennington like if you do something like that you you're gonna it. brag about it for the rest of your exactly. life <laughs> you're gonna yeah. you're gonna do it you're gonna, if i had anything on any sports player at all but you know little farm town in the middle of New York and then a D3 school. I didn't have any contenders that to go up against. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. Uh, see, I like the idea. I like the hypothetical. There's just not yeah. enough guys in the NBA that would do it. That's the problem. Yeah. And We're not and in that you know, era anymore. We don't have enough guys yeah. who want to like bump and grind and get gritty yeah. and it, it doesn't exist. And like Shaq would have done it. Shaq would have beat the piss out of somebody. (laughs) Shaq and Chuck would have gone. They would have gone together. Oh, they would have. Oh yeah. (laughs) I sometimes think they're close on those TNT panels. Like they might do it one of these days. I mean, Shaq jokingly put Chuck in a headlock when they were talking about the Draymond. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Um, I I was gonna say like I think the other thing like the reason like in hockey like you already have a high risk of head injuries like happening during games that like to have a fight here and there is kind of a negligible. I mean, everybody has their debate about fighting in hockey, whether it should even be a thing. Um, but like I in mean, basketball, you already, there's much, much smaller risk of concussion and like head injuries. So like right. at that point, then you're just like throwing in another thing. So like as much as I would love it for the entertainment value, I don't think Adam Silver is going to take our advice on that one. <laughs> No, I mean, if anything, if any, that's, ooh, what if instead of it being part of the game, you have to win a fight against somebody and then that levies your suspension. That's how you ooh. get your, like, if you, if you win Yo. the fight, you get the games taken off. If you lose the fight, you get more games. Like, that might be interesting. I think Adam Silver might funny. go for that. Adam Silver would. That is so, that is an Adam <laughs> Silver thing. Yeah. You actually have to fight Adam Silver. Like, That's what you have to do. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that 
I I could beat up Adam Silver. Like I don't want to. I have no desire to. But like, if push comes to shove, if Adam Silver crossed me, I, your glasses are coming off, buddy. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're, you're yeah. gonna hit the ground. And then I'm getting sued for well the negative money I have. But I'm getting su- exactly. sued. <laughs> this is fair. Adam Silver would be like lawsuit. I'd be like, take my nothing. Thanks. <laughs> Jokes on you, bud. You inquired debt. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's not enough players. It's not like that in the NBA anymore. We used no. to have, like, if Steven Jackson was still in the league, if, yeah. uh, oh, this was another one that Mel proposed, and I completely forgot about it until just now. LeBron James versus Delonte West. <laughs> that would just be kind of stupid, but it'd be funny. <laughs> Well, Delonte had relations with LeBron's mom, allegedly. So we've heard, yes. <laughs> so LeBron would take that fight. I think that's the one where he goes, All right, I'm doing this. <laughs> oh, you know who I can't leave off this list? And I know I said it as like a joke potential best. Russell Westbrook would be the enforcer on his team. He would go to bat for oh, any yeah. of them. He would be out there. Oh yeah. You'd have to pull him off of people. Even if you it's know? like he'd, he'd be like, you yeah, go like, meet to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like if even if it like they added this to the league and then it was the twilight of Russell Wilson or Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook's career. Um, and he was just taking veteran minimums, he'd be like, I'm sitting at the end of the bench just so I can fight people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a minute he'd be like, I'm staying in the coach. league forever. Put me in. Put me in. Put me in, coach. Yeah. Uh or like a Nate Robinson, he went in the boxing ring. He, so He's maybe. He's scrappy. <laughs> maybe. I mean, no, he got knocked out by Jake Paul. He's not that scrappy. Yeah, no. I mean, he's scrappy for the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> and then you put him in a ring and low he's bar. like, oh, night, night. <laughs> night, night. Yeah. yeah exactly. Why is it a low bar? Because he's short? Because he's a little guy? Oh, good one. Got him. <laughs> Come at me, Nate. Come at me, Nate. <laughs> Let's go. I'm your next DAZN matchup. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish we could have provided more answer to that, but unfortunately, the league has strayed away from physical contact and, you know, rough play and and paint doesn't exist like I loved and used to, mm. you know, cherish. The good old and days. Maybe we maybe we need to bring it back just so we can add fighting to the NBA, but I just don't see it happening. <laughs> it's just not in the cards, and that's okay. We can dream. We got we got centers who shoot three pointers now. They're not fighting anybody. Yeah. It's not happening. Al's not out there. <laughs> Man. Al, no, Al would never. Al would be like, uh, can we settle this like adults, please? Like, are you really gonna Al. try and fight me? <laughs> so he's the voice of reason he would just be, he would be like are, you, are we serious right now okay okay and, and i will tell you all i know that this uh, will be in but, the past for you and it but it is present for marty the celtics are winning 65 to 49 at the half um whoo kind of a a weird really top six top six heavy because hauser has 11 already Okay. Tatum Double has 13. Half. Way to go, Hauser. 
Brown has 12. All right. White has 11. All right. No, White has two. Sorry, I read Sam Hauser's. White has two. Porzingis with eight. Whoa. <laughs> eight, eight, eight points, eight rebounds, though, for Porzingis. All right, working on the double-double. Yeah. There we go, KP. Oh, yeah. There we go, love KP. It. So we're feeling good. All right. I do love Vibes it. Vibes are good. But we are feeling good. We're sitting at nine and two. We're looking ahead now. The vibes are great. Uh, what is our, I was going to say contract. That's not even close to the word I wanted to say. Schedule. What does our schedule look like moving forward? Um, Grizz- Grizzlies. Uh, Sunday we played sad. the Grizzlies without yeah. Marcus Smart. That was supposed, yeah, that was supposed to be a, a loving reunion. I mean, Marcus will probably be there uh, in street clothes I bet he'll go, yeah. uh, just because of the new rule with the PVP. Yeah. Um, but we have Memphis on Sunday, Charlotte on Monday, Milwaukee on Wednesday, and Orlando on Friday. So, as always, depending lot. on when we record, yeah, the Orlando one is definitely going to be a loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They just. It's in Orlando too, so stuff is just gonna get in my fucking head. <laughs> well, it's a two thirty game too, so I bet that game will have already happened if we record on a Friday later in the evening. Oh, you're right. Regardless, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then we will have one, two, three, four. I counted wrong. One, two, three, four. I didn't count wrong. We'll have four games plus the one that is happening right now. Um, All right, so What's five games. We well. We're going to lose to Orlando. I'm just chalking it up because it's going to happen. We are on a streak and we can't have, we're not going to lose against Charlotte. I hope we, I hope that that is miles bridges first game back and we dunk all over his stupid face. Um, We're not going to lose against the bucks because we have drew holiday and drew holiday is looking for vengeance. Um, This is our first game. I think that will go four and one. Yeah. And we've already played three against the Sixers. It makes no sense. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Like we have one more game in this season against the Sixers. And I think it's coming up next month. It's December like we're 1st. Have, yeah. yeah. December 1st. Our Sixers, our Sixers matchup for the year is going to be over. Interesting enough. Yep. Um, but whatever. Weird. Get it out of the way now and then see him in the playoffs. Fine by me. Um, yeah. I'm chalking it up to four and one, including tonight's game. Uh, so that'll leave us at 13 and three on the season. Uh, uh, agree, disagree. What's your, what's feel, your vibe? I feel good about that. I'm no, I'm being a pessimist here. I'm, I'm, I think that the Milwaukee game is going to be close. Yeah, no way. Yeah, no Okay. We'll wait and see. I what think we're going to beat the magic. It's going to lock someone down. Okay, that's fair. I think we're going to beat the Magic. I don't. I do think we're going to beat the <laughs> I Magic. I don't. <laughs> I know you don't. I'll give us – so I'll say yes, same I record, 13-3. and three, But I'll give our loss to Milwaukee, and everybody's going to freak out on Twitter, and I'm going to get pissed off about it. So. <laughs> yeah, the sky's going to be falling. Oh, we lost the trade. We be... didn't need Drew. They are oh, better yeah. with James. James <laughs> amazing. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Uh, I can't. Nope. I won't even write that into my brain unless it already has happened. I'm not accepting mm-hmm. that. Um, but 13 and three, when we see you next week, is what both of your hosts say. Uh, again, genius. this podcast is hosted by geniuses. So we're exactly. probably going to be right. Correct. That's how it goes. We're electric with this stuff. Um, but. 
that is the news of this week. That is where the Celtics stand. That is the hypothetical of if fighting was in the league. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. Everyone, if you uh, need music to listen to, go check out Little Baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, as always, want to give my shout outs and thank yous to our lovely production company, Primetime Productions at Primetime Prods on Twitter. Uh, all the other socials are linked to that Twitter, so I'm not going to butcher them as I always do. Um, one thing that I do want to say, just because we're in the middle of the month, uh, it is November, which means it's Movember. I know Grace isn't a mustache person, but it's muzzy season. It is muzzy season. We are growing mustaches and raising awareness and raising money for a great cause. Um, near and dear to one of our fellow members, Hearts, uh, Boosie, Nicholas Busa. Uh, if you listen to OB, you already know him. If you don't know him, great guy. Uh, personally affected by uh, you know the cause uh, personally raising money and has his own I think they call it a mo space um, yeah something like that so yeah, you yeah. can either look it up look it up under his name Nicholas Busa or we did add it to our link tree which is on our Twitter and our Instagram um, if you have the opportunity to donate please do uh, it goes towards raising awareness for prostate cancer uh, testicular cancer men's suicide it is a movement of growing mustaches and supporting men and you know just a great cause um i'm rocking my muzzy i got a fuzzy little caterpillar on my fucking face we're doing what yes, we're doing does. uh <laughs> so again check it on uh movember.com i believe uh look for his name or look in our links uh we'll share it again but you have until the end of the month it's a great cause if you have the opportunity to donate please do if not at least just share it uh but you know that's me i just had to give a little shout out little speech little uh you know good deeds good samaritan isms words <laughs> i always put i always fuck up the end of a good thing <laughs> great great <laughs> just derail it um but it wouldn't be me if it wasn't that way so uh sure. yeah the Celtics are currently nine and two. We're currently beating the Raptors at the half. We are in the past. You are in the future by 15. I am Marty the Meat Man. She is Grace Roberts. We are cross court coverage. And as always, the best team in the league. You either root for them or you're, you're wasting your time. Go Celtics or go fuck yourself. Peace.